0: Greetings and welcome. August 2013 is Royal Family International Month on the Heal the Sick podcast. Each program will feature interviews with members of Royal Family International found online at www.royalfamilyinternational.com. And now, the Heal the Sick podcast. Greetings listeners and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick Podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, and that's online at dominionfire.com. My name is Million Quinteros, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I am a licensed minister through John G. Lakes Ministries, which you can find at jglm.org if you would like some background on what we do out here in our ministry part of our ministry is creative arts and one of the creative arts that we are in is audio production sound engineering and radio and this uh, this podcast is a uh, is an outcome of uh, that ministry and from the time that we got involved in healing and me specifically uh, I I've been one that's always searching for um, role models searching for knowledge searching for uh, tricks and tips and methods I, I like to integrate as much as I possibly can and uh, just it just becomes a, a just a, a big pile of stuff that i can draw from and it, and it helps me uh, in the ministry work that i do one of the places that i initially started looking in my search was on YouTube for videos because i i like to see demonstrations i like to learn by watching and seeing it and i model after that so joining me on the phone today is a just a phenomenal guest i am so excited to have this gentleman on the show today this was one of the first people that i started following and watching and um, well i, I kind of stole some of his like ministry tricks and stuff that he does. I'm coming clean here on the show with you guys, and uh, hopefully he'll forgive me when I bring him on. Uh, Joining me on the phone today, he is a servant of Christ. Straight up, uh, he's also the director of an organization called Royal Family International and, uh, on, and, and a YouTube channel where there's tons of videos on uh, teaching, demonstration, and just lessons in general. Without further ado, joining me on the phone, Mr. Pete Cabrera, Jr. Pete, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing Amazing, brother! Thank you for having me. It is it,
0: oh, it's such an honor. You, we're 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 just so grateful to have you here. And uh, Pete, what we do is when uh, we bring someone on the show, the first thing we like to ask is, please tell me a big testimony that you can share. Something you've ministered and witnessed that would just just flip people out, freak them out. What can you share well,
1: with us? Um, well, as people know, I, I worked in the soup kitchen for about five years, and uh, so I, I've seen just about everything come in. But there was this one time, um, you know, because I I used to help people pay their bills and their rent, lights and stuff like that. It's called vouchers. They would come in with a disconnection notice. And what we would do is we would take their information down and see if we could help them pay some of their bills, not all of it. And there was this lady came in. uh, She was an older lady, came in, and she had twins, um, but they weren't hers. And I noticed that one of them, um, had one, he was walking like he, maybe he had a stroke or something and his name was Jonathan. I'll never forget his name. And she came in and, and I was just watching this little boy walking around on his tippy toe and his other hand was kind of, kind of crouched up to his side. And, and you could tell that, that something was wrong with him. And what was really interesting was they were both dressed the same because they were twins. And so you could tell which one was which because one of them had an issue. And as I was filling out the paperwork, uh, my sister, Laura Williams, she's the secretary of, of a church there. Um, she was just kind of looking, and, and as I was doing the paperwork out, I asked the lady, I said, you know, do you mind if I pray for, for your son? And she said, well, it's not my son, it's my grandson. And I said, well, what happened to him? And she said, when he was one years old, um, his mother accidentally dropped him and oh. he hit his head and he had a stroke. instead of oh. at age one. Now, they're about three or four now. So this has been some years. And so I said, you know, I I believe that, you know, if we pray for him, that God will just do a miraculous healing in his life. And my sister looked up at me, like, that's a tall order. Like, she kind of looked up at me, and it just kind of just came out of my mouth, you know. And so now it was either, you know, we were going to do it or we weren't going to do it. You know, I was in a position now to where, you know, my my spiritual eyes were beyond you know, what, what anybody in the room thought God would do. And um, so I said, hey, you know, I really would like to pray for him. And uh, she said, yeah, well, go ahead, have at it. And so he's running around the room, you know, on a tiptoe, and, and he's playing with his, with his brother. And, and I go to pick him up to sit him down in the chair. And um, he had some Crocs shoes on, I'll never forget. They were like a greenish color. Hmm. And I went to pick him up to sit him in the chair, and he urinated all over me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was running down his leg, you know, because I kind of held him up to my chest to sit him down because of the way he was he was, he was walking, and uh, he ended up peeing all over my shirt, mm-hmm. my shorts. I had it on my hands, and I sat him down, and the only thing that came out of my mouth was, ugh, it was just <laughs> all over me. Yeah. And I went to take his shoes off because it was full of urine. The croc shoes, they had urine in them. Mm-hmm. And as I took the Croc shoes off, his grandmother's kind of like embarrassed and she's like, you know, I've never seen him do anything like that. And I said, no, it's okay. And I I grabbed some uh, Kleenex and started cleaning his feet off. And as I grabbed his legs, they were exactly the same. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. And so I grabbed his arm and his arm, when I grabbed it, it kind of just stretched forward. And I said, well, that's weird. And she said, I've never seen him do that in in two years, two, three years. And so I just told him, well, just stand him up. So we stood him up, and he was instantly healed. Wow. Didn't even pray for him. Didn't even get to praying. And I always tell people when, when I do the seminars that this guy got healed by a, uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he got instantly healed by a, and, uh. And my sister looked up, and we just kind of looked at each other. I mean, we were all in shock because this little boy gets up. And he's still on his tippy-toe because it's like this habit now. Now he's kind of leaning over too far now because his legs actually, you know, had stretched out. She said it was going to be $15,000 to do a surgery just to cut his ligaments so they could stretch out and grow. Now, within the 20 minutes that we were just kind of watching him, they started playing. And I'll never forget this because I was doing the tape work and I was just in awe of what was going on because I had a job to do. And uh, it was raining outside. And I remember the lady was just kinda like she wasn't out there. Like she was just like, What just happened? And it was really quiet and weird and, and I started ministering to her. She said, Yeah, I'm a Christian, I've been saved and and I said, Well, you know, you know, let his mom know what happened and she's like, Yeah, she'll know and as they were leaving, it was raining outside and I couldn't even tell the difference. I didn't know who was who mm-hmm. and uh three months later I seen them in Walmart and I said, Which was Jonathan? because I didn't know which one was which, because I did it with twins. Mm-hmm. And the little boy raised his hand, and I talked to his mother, and his mother said, you know, the doctors couldn't believe it. You know, they don't know what happened. You know, his grandma, uh, they sat the grandma down with the doctors, and they were like, you know, he's at the soup kitchen, his guy in a p you know, he prayed for him. You know, Jesus killed him instantly, and they did not take her serious. They did not believe her that somebody prayed for him. And, um... I'm still waiting to this day for the uh, for the actual surgeon that they were going to do surgery with actually comes in, but I haven't seen him since. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was just one of the things that really blew my mind because I really thought I was going to pray for him. I really thought I was going to do you know what Christ called me to do and go to find out. You know, Holy Spirit was ahead of me, got it done. You know, snuck it in there, and I was just blown away. It just it just messed me up.
0: You know, it's um, it kind of goes against the grain of what a lot of people would think because either when in a situation like that, you would pray to God for something to happen, or you would go into like a commanding kind of role, or uh, someone would say that you know that couldn't be done. But like you said, it was just done with a grunt, pretty much. And uh, when when someone comes uh, comes along and says something to that effect, contrary to what happened, um, what do you tell them happened? I
1: tell him I don't know what happened. I just know Holy Spirit did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was just honest with him. And I thought, you know, I I just know the Holy Spirit was, was ahead of me. You know, he knew my heart's desire. He knew that I wanted him well, the Holy Spirit wanted him well, God wanted him well. And I think what ended up happening was when I picked him up, I think that, you know, God just kind of took the reins from there. Um, there's times we've seen miracles where we don't do anything. We don't even get to pray for the person and they get instantly healed. I don't understand it all. I don't wanna understand it all. Mm. It's just more responsibility on my end <laughs> to teach. Nice. And um yeah, it's totally against everything that we've been taught. So I agree with you there.
0: Yeah, it's uh, in, in the world of healing that, um, and in this message that uh, a lot of our, our guests and, and here at our ministry as well, we are uh, we're, we're coming up against so many different uh, types of resistance and so many different types of doctrine and, and wrong thinking that are keeping miracles like this from happening all the time, guys. And uh, this is uh, the purpose again of the show is to just bring you real legitimate people doing this who are uh, who can share their experiences and show you exactly how. Healing can happen uh, with a little bit of a mind change, so it's, it's kind of interesting. And again, listeners on the phone, just a uh, servant of Christ, Pete Cabrera, Jr., a Director of Royal Family International, and uh, a lot of videos on YouTube if uh, you're familiar with his work. Uh, we are also up against the break here on the first segment of uh, this edition of The Heal the Sick Podcast presented by DominionFireChurch.com. This is Million, and I will be back with you momentarily. The Kingdom Awakening Global Seminar is coming to Wichita, Kansas, August 26th through the 30th, 2013. Believers from all around the world will be attending this global seminar that will equip and train the saints for every area of ministry. This five-day seminar will be taught by the Kingdom's Finest and will include topics such as identity in Christ, healing, prophecy, words of knowledge, evangelism, couples, fundraising, global impacting, and worshiping in spirit and truth. Speakers for this event will include Pete and Katie Cabrera, Thomas and Ahava Fisher, Joseph Finero, Brooke Potter, Brandon Lee, Jeff Turner, Art Montgomery, and many, many more. For more information on this event, visit RoyalFamilyInternational.com on the web or call 316-682-3534. That's 316-682-3534. The Kingdom Awakening Global Seminar, August 26th or August 30th, 2013, Wichita, Kansas. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again. That's www.DominionFire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. listeners back on the heal the sick podcast a presentation of dominion fire church las vegas nevada you can find us at Dominionfire.com. this is million here with you i'm the overseer of the ministry my name is m-i-l-l-i-a-n and at any time during uh, the course of these programs if you um, have some feedback comments questions or if you've received any kind of uh, movement of god healing anything from listening to any of our guests please let us know at dominion church at gmail.com you can also send in prayer requests and if you would like to uh uh, learn more, be trained by anyone. Again, we're all on the same team here. Every one of us are happy to help you. Please send us an email or uh, visit our website, and we will take it from there. So definitely get in on this, and please share the word and help us get this message out to people. Joining us on the phone today, Royal Family International, a servant of Christ, uh, YouTube producer of many, many videos on the subject of healing, Pete Cabrera Jr. is joining us. And uh, Pete, would you please tell the audience about your background, your experience, your uh, personal journey to where you came from to where you are now?
1: Um, well a lot of people that have uh have, you know listened to what I've been through is um I was saved um in ninety five in Denver, Colorado. I was uh, I, I spoke in tongues and didn't even know what it was. And um I was really bad. I mean I was the worst of the worst. And uh ended up finding out that I was serving religion. I didn't really know who Christ was. I know what Christianity was. And because of the demand on serving the God that I didn't really know, didn't really understand, is uh, I got frustrated. I got um, I got really um, the word that I'm looking for is I got really hurt by a lot of people in, in the churches. And I'm not saying every church is like that, um, but I was really hurt and, and ended up messing up and didn't understand grace. It wasn't shown grace, and so I ended up backsliding and uh, just found out, you know, I messed up, God don't want me, you know, I'm not good enough, I'll never be good enough, and I ended up becoming a drug addict. I smoked crack for nine years, Mm -hmm. Uh, lost my first marriage over it, Um, just tore everything up. I mean, I was, you know, I ended up marrying an atheist the second time around, complete atheist, alcoholic, meth addict, and uh, she's the most godliest woman you ever meet now. But uh, the reason that You know, I came to Christ was, uh, I'd gone to rehab seven times. I'd gone to the loony bin twice, tried killing myself a couple times. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, giving my life to Christ wholeheartedly this time. And she said, if you get clean, I know there's a God. And that was 10 years ago. And uh, so I got into the ministry full full force. And um, I was a Southern Baptist youth pastor for a while. And then my back went out. I had two discs out of my back. And uh, for nine months, I couldn't put my shoes on. I couldn't walk. couldn't do anything. And I worked in the soup kitchen. And so I said, you know what? If God heals, he has to, he has to come through. This has to become a reality for me because this is a nightmare. and I just, I just can't live like this anymore. And so I did my search for two years. Um, but what ended up happening was I went to a pastor in Wichita, Kansas. And this man laid his hand on my back. And within three seconds, I felt bones shift, crack, and I was instantly healed. And the two specialists that I was seeing, I was going to get back surgery, couldn't believe it, but they couldn't deny it. And uh, after that, I said, you know, I'm going to search this thing with all my heart. And for two years, I mean, I didn't have Internet where I lived. You know, uh, I didn't have Internet, didn't understand the whole computer thing. And so I just did it myself. I got in the room. I started reading my word. I buried myself in the gospel, buried myself in his presence, and, and prayed to him and, and, uh, and talked with him and said, You know what? I want to learn to do it. I want to run with this mandate. I want to set people free. And for two years, I prayed for people and didn't see anything. I didn't see any revelation. I didn't see um, any, any manifestation. I didn't see anything. I, there was this one time at McDonald's I prayed for a young lady's back, and she said it hurt. And all she said was, Yeah, I think... I think it's leaving. And I remember I got so excited. I was like, oh, praise God. And and like, yeah, the pain's leaving. And I was like, yes, because I just seen a glimpse of hope. Mm -hmm. And I remember giving a testimony at the church. And I said, you know, I prayed for a lady at McDonald's in the line. She said her back hurt. I prayed for her. She said it went up a little bit. And I'm like, praise God. And and I thought that was the the, the extent of, you know, of of what it would be to give a testimony, of a healing testimony. and, And, um, one day I was, uh, one night I was on the internet, when I got internet, and I just typed in, I wonder if there's fake healers on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I seen one video with Todd White. Yes. And this is what pushed me over. I seen a guy lay a hand on someone, and they were instantly healed. He only had six videos up at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember I wrote down what he was saying. I said, tomorrow I'm just going to act like him. I'm going to do everything he's doing. And that's all I got left. I mean, I just needed somebody to show me what it was like. And I had never seen it before because, you know, you have people that will tell you how to do it. Everybody's an expert, so they have to do it. Yep, you know? yep. And so I seen this and I stood up in the middle of my kitchen. It was almost midnight. My wife walked in. She said, what's going on? I said, something's different. And she just said, you will go to bed. But <laughs> I felt something inside of me rise up. Like, that's what I was missing. I was missing the application. I never knew how to do that. And so the next day I went out. I went to a homeless shelter for men. I found a guy that had pain. I said, I said first of all, I said, you know, who in here has pain? You're going to be healed right now in the name of Jesus. The guy said, my shoulder's messed up. He came up to me. I said, you're going to be healed right now. I put my hand on him. I said, in the name of Jesus, pain go right now. Be made whole. Be perfect now. And the guy said, hey, praise God. <laughs> and I said, no, seriously. Like, quit playing. Is it God like... He Believed it more than me, you know, and I'm the one praying for him. And I was like, No, you're not healed, quit playing, quit playing with me. And he's like, No, seriously. And then I said, Who else? And then that's how it all started right here. Yeah, and, and that's all
0: the truth. go ahead. No, I was saying, and now I see videos with you on YouTube where you don't even say a word, you just stand next to the person and say, Now try it out, and their pain goes away. So it's, yeah. it's been a growth process through that. Is, is that accurate?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, amazing. It's just sometimes I, I feel like I'm dreaming. It's so unreal.
0: And uh, now, during that two-year period when you were kind of not seeing stuff, do you have an idea of about how many people you actually prayed for during that time?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, let me put it to you this way. Um, I was driven to see manifestations. So I was praying for everybody. Okay. I mean, people were hiding from me. If you had a crutch, you went the other way because you knew how I was going to ask you. If you had a headache, you wouldn't dare say it at the dinner table you had a headache. You played it off because if you said, you know, my back hurts, I'm tired, anything like that, yeah. I'd say, "Gotta heal you right now. And for two years, I kept saying, God will heal you right now. gotta heal you right now. And mm. nothing, nothing.
0: So what, what in your opinion, was – what what caused the chain to break after this two-year period? What actually locked everything in for you?
1: I saw somebody doing it.
0: So it was just the – like with Seeing Todd, that was after the two-year period? Was that towards the end yeah. of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So it yeah, was I mean, just – Yeah, I if I'd
0: seen it earlier. I see. So then – so then, you know, listeners, it's just like we say on all the shows, it's just a matter of you got to go do it. And, you know, like Pete was saying a second ago, you know, everybody's an expert until you have to, you know, demonstrate it. And uh, there, there, there's an element to go and do it and you'll be surprised what actually turns out. And then, you know, you thank God for every little change and every little piece that you see. And uh, so, after, so after that two-year period, Pete, it just exploded for you after that. Is that the case?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it did. It was just, it was just amazing, and it still is.
0: <laughs> and what, what was the, uh, the, uh, the thinking now as far as uh, you started up a YouTube channel? Is that something that you intended to do, or did it just happen that way? How did the YouTube come about?
1: Um, that ended up happening because people won't believe in me. I was telling them, you know, I would tell my wife, you know, I first for any this shoe too, that everybody you pray for gets healed, you know. Like, that was her attitude. That's the point. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, like, everybody you pray for gets healed, and she would just, like, shrug her shoulders. And that would hurt my feelings, because I'm I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. You know, but it was just so many that they're like, come on, this can't be real. So I said, you know what? Nah, no more, man. I'm going to record them, because if my wife, the person that I live with, that sees my life, that knows I'm trying to be as godly as I can, you know, trying to live in the Spirit and do everything God's called me to do. If she's questioning this part of who I am. She lives with me. Imagine what the world is doing. Mm-hmm. And so I put them up and I said, you know what, I'm just going to put everything that happens. And you can see the growth on YouTube from my arrogance to 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 being loud. To, I mean, you can see the growth if you watch all the YouTube videos. That are, you know, I've been growing in Christ. I've been learning how to harness this thing in humility. Mm-hmm. And... um that's an important part of being a believer is, is, is uh, walking in humility.
0: Definitely. Yeah, in this uh, in this kind of ministry, it is very easy, very, very easy to get puffed up and arrogant without a doubt. And, you know, at times we all go through it. It happens. And then you have to, like as Pete says, you got to humble yourself a little bit or... You know, it, it doesn't usually end well. So you gotta you gotta get yourself in check sometimes, and and you know that's part of the growth. It's like anything else. Um, listeners, we are again up against our second break here. Again, Pete Cabrera, servant of Christ, director of Royal Family International, and a collection of uh, YouTube videos which we were discussing a second ago. We are up against our second break, and we'll be back with Pete Cabrera right after this. Don't nobody go nowhere. The Kingdom Awakening Global Seminar is coming to Wichita, Kansas, August 26th through the 30th, 2013. Believers from all around the world will be attending this global seminar that will equip and train the saints for every area of ministry. This five-day seminar will be taught by the Kingdom's Finest and will include topics such as identity in Christ, healing, prophecy, words of knowledge, evangelism, couples, fundraising, global impacting, and worshiping in spirit and truth. Speakers for this event will include Pete and Katie Cabrera, Thomas and Ahava Fisher, Joseph Finero, Brooke Potter, Brandon Lee, Jeff Turner, Art Montgomery, and many, many more. For more information on this event, visit RoyalFamilyInternational.com on the web or call 316-682-3534. That's 316-682-3534. The Kingdom Awakening Global Seminar, August 26th or August 30th, 2013, Wichita, Kansas. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can, in turn, bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. That's www.DominionFire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Final segment of this edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. You're here with Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N from Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, which is DominionFire.com. Now, again, you can email us at DominionFireChurch at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, both under the name Dominion Fire. And, uh, let's see. If you want to hit my personal Twitter, it is the username at Healing Minister. So if you'd like to uh, follow my personal musings, feel free to follow me there and uh, connect with me in that way. For the final segment of our program on the line with us this uh, this edition of the show Pete Cabrera Jr. Servant of Christ Director of Royal Family International and uh, a series of YouTube videos that were instrumental in training uh, me for a lot of things and teaching me a lot of things, demonstrating it and showing it. And uh, after watching some of Pete's videos, it's like I pull my wife over and say, here, come on, to try something." And then, you know, and that that's uh, kind of what leads you into doing these things. So, uh, so Pete's been a huge influence on this ministry here, and just a, a tremendous help and kind enough to join us today and spend some time. Uh, Pete, usually around this time of the program, I like to ask the uh, our guests um, to to share a lesson with us, to teach us on something. To throw something that's on your heart out there and just uh share with the audience kind of whatever you feel is important what uh, what what's what's the spirit got for you today
1: um one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh matthew twenty eight twenty um but at nineteen matthew uh twenty eight nineteen he says all power- on eighteen actually and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All power' is given unto me in heaven and on earth number nineteen says, Go ye therefore and teach all the nations' This is powerful, saying, teach all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And then he says it again in 20, teaching them to observe all the things whatsoever I've commanded you. And Lord, I'm with you always, even unto the ends of the world. Um, Basically, what I've been doing with the YouTube videos is just teaching people to observe, you know, the things Jesus has commanded us to do. He, He commanded us to heal the sick. He commanded us to raise the dead. He commanded us, you know, to love each other. And so that's the reason that I put the YouTube videos up, is because I want to show people, teach people to observe. And the thing is, some of us don't understand what that means, to teach people to observe. And what that means is that we're teaching people to see the things of God, to look for the kingdom of God. You know, the Bible says the kingdom of God is within you. And the reason that we don't see the kingdom of God is because we're looking for it everywhere else. And the only way you can see it is if you produce it, and the only place that you can find it is inside of you. And a lot of us as believers are going, you know, places and, and, you know, maybe they're going to seminars, maybe they're going to churches and certain places looking for the movement of God, when in reality, we are a movement of God. And so, you know, I want to encourage, you know, everybody that's listening that um, you have everything you need right now. Everything is, is already inside of you. Um, and you're a spirit, you know, you're, you're totally complete. You know, I tell people the Holy Spirit doesn't come in portions, it comes in person. And, you know, he's more excited about you doing it than you are. And as long as we realize that, you know, that God, you know, has given us this, this mentality, this spiritual mentality, this spiritual way of seeing things, spiritual way of talking, walking, and uh he wants people to, um, to represent him, you know, with this allness, because he's an all, he's an all God. You know, and a lot of us don't know what that means to represent an all-powerful God and an almighty God because we're too busy trying to uh represent him out of our carnal minds and trying to do things, you know, a certain way, or maybe we're we're trying to fashion God to this world in reality we're not even of this world. <laughs> you know, and so I would encourage everybody that's listening that, you know, God is giving vision spiritual vision and spiritual heart and, and spiritual drive and and uh we have to show the world how amazing this God is, and He needs people to be amazing. Because the only people that can show how amazing God is are people that live an amazing life. And so I encourage everybody out there, you know, to live an amazing life. You know, you have the Holy Spirit in you, and and, and that's really my heart is to encourage people. Um, you know, you ask me well, what teaching do I want to give? Because I just want people to awaken to the reality that they're amazing, and. To understand the power of their purpose. You know, right now everyone has a position in Christ, and it's a position that's powerful. It's Mm -hmm. a position that will destroy the works of the enemy if we just understand the investment that Christ made in us as, as sons of God. So, yeah. Wow.
0: Sorry, I'm in a little silence here, just taking that all in because that—that's just good stuff there. And um, B, what would you say? What did you say is the biggest thing that keeps people from understanding this? What's the biggest mental block people have?
1: It's a fear of looking stupid, fear of being wrong, and as long as we're in ourselves, we'll, we won't be able to produce uh, what God wants us to produce. Because we're doing it out of our carnal mind, we're doing it out of our out of our soul, and we need to be pulling it from our spirit. We need to be driving uh we need to be driving from this position of, you know, I'm a conqueror in Christ and who cares if I look stupid, who cares what other people think? Mm-hmm. You know, who cares? And the issue is we have these things in our hearts. And we have worry and fear and doubt. We don't want to look dumb. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is is the Bible says that Um, you gotta have a pure heart. Those who have a pure heart will see God. So all those things can't be hindrances to you. Your love for God has to be one of the greatest desires that you can have. The Bible says that, um, that God will give you the desire of your heart. Make God your desire. Make Him your desire of your heart. Mm -hmm. You know, and you said, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all this righteousness and all these things will be added unto you, so we got to forsake all. When I say forsake all, I mean we, we got to die to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason that, that people don't receive the things of God, because there's too much of us left. And the natural mind and the natural man don't receive the things of God. There's foolishness to Him. Mm-hmm. And so, either way, you're going to look like a fool, whether it be in the spirit or whether you be in the physical. You're going to look like a fool to somebody, you know, so... Just get, be obedient.
0: Yeah. Just get used to looking like a fool and you'll, and you'll be happy. It's simple. as yeah. that. Um, and, and again, listeners, Pete Cabrera from uh, Royal family international. Pete, if people would like to learn more about what you do, get some teaching, follow some videos, um, where can they contact you? Where can they find you? Give us your full rundown.
1: Um, you can go to, I have a blog, which is, uh, Pete Cabrera And, uh, you can find my information there. And we have royalfamilyinternational.com. dot okay. com. We have this global seminar, uh, August the twenty sixth through the thirtieth in Wichita, Kansas. And you'll see that on the site. And uh, I just wanna encourage people, if you can make it to this thing it'd be awesome. I know that I'm on the on the podcast but um this is to benefit the body of Christ and so just go to those sites and uh and uh just pray about how you fit into so what God is calling us all to do, because really it's not about me. It's about you, the listener. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, yeah. we we are almost out of time, but um, could you tell us what um, the Royal Family International, what is is that exactly?
1: Royal Family International is a ministry that we started, because there's a lot of people that are in ministry, but really don't get to minister. <laughs> you know, it sounds ironic, it sounds kind of crazy, but the reality is there's people that have been in ministry their whole lives and have never got to minister out of this place that, that that Christ wants to work out of, mm-hmm. and uh, so we we found out that there's a lot of people around the world that feel like, hey, you know what? I'm alone. I'm alone in this thing. And the reality is that you're not alone. There's a lot of us that feel alone, but if we unite in this thing in the kingdom of God, we can pull all the people that feel like they're alone and feel like maybe they're 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 not good enough, and uh, give them a leg up and show them that you know there's more to it and what we think, and it's in unity and, and love for one another. And that's where we start Royal Family International. It's about teaching teaching you who you are in Christ. It's not a human ministry. It's a, it's a Jesus ministry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, some of the uh, videos that you'll see there are the work of uh, the Royal Family as they've uh, traveled out to various places in the world. I was very, very jealous of Singapore and Thailand because I want to go there so badly. So I kind of live vicariously through you guys on that. It, it was great. But uh, listeners, you can uh, check that all out. And, uh, make sure you, make sure if, um, if you're getting into the healing and all this stuff, please, please check out Pete's website and his videos and uh, listen to what this guy has to say. He's, uh, he's got some just brilliant stuff that you, it will benefit you. I promise you. And, uh, Pete, I want to thank you so much for being here today. It's a huge blessing and honor to have you on the program. And, uh, I, w- would you please, um, as we close out the program here, um, if you come across any like uh, prophetic words or words and knowledge that are on your heart for anyone in our audience, uh, would you please pray for us and uh, help us close this segment sure. in prayer? Sure,
1: um, Father. I just what, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and just speak out of out of the spirit. And, and Father, I just thank you for everyone that's listening. Father, I just thank you. Uh, this goes to all the listeners. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that your word has no bound, Father. I thank you that as my as my voice speaks, Father, your spirit is wrapped in it, Lord God. I thank you, Father, that even their flesh, even now, Father, even now is bearing witness, Father, with the amazingness that you are, Father. I thank you, Father, listeners, Father, for all those that are listening right now, Lord God, I'm, I'm a servant, Lord, for you, Father, so I speak to all those that are hurting right now, Lord God, those that maybe have an illness or sickness or pain. I just command that pain in the name of Jesus. I just crush it right now, Father, with your love. I just baptize them right now in your love, Father, and in your presence and your mercy and grace. And I just command that pain to leave. I command hurt and sickness to leave. I command healing right now. And Father, I speak favor over this radio station, Father. I speak favor dot com, Father. Father, he thought he knew what favor was, Father. He thought he knew what abundance was, Father, but not like this, Father. You're going to show him exactly what it is, Lord God. You're going to show him, Lord God, that when the air air is receiving your spirit, Father, it's going to catch fire, Father. It's going to touch the ears and the souls of all those who listen, Father. I just pray blessings right now, Lord God, just abundance of listeners coming to this place. The drawings from this river of life, Father, that you've given them, Father. I thank you for this man's heart. I thank you for who he is. I thank you for his family, Father, the finances, Father. And for those who are listening, Lord God, give them strength through your spirit. Show them, Father, that there's nothing to fear, Lord God. That when all the lights are gone and and when everything's just pitch black, remind them that they are light, Father, that they are light. Eyes open or eyes closed. They're alive, Father. So I thank you for them. I thank you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you.
0: Amen. 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 Listeners, uh, Oh, hot fire over there. Uh, Awesome stuff. Listeners, please uh, check us out again at dominionfire.com. The uh, podcast is listed on iTunes, so make sure you uh, check out the site for that if you would like to use that method. And again, you can hit us up at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire. Twitter is dominionfire, and my personal one is healingminister. You're welcome to follow us at any of those places. And uh, listeners, we want to thank you so much for everything. And uh, please uh, spread the word, let people know about the show, share this link with people and let's get this message out let's get people risen up in ministry and uh let's give jesus exactly what he paid for and uh, thank you so much for everything thank you thank you thank you and uh, as we like to say on the ministry boom goes yeshua we'll see you next time